This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. And Joe, on the debt ceiling, you said they'd get there, but how'd they finally do it? They had no choice. They got there. And, you know, we live in this world that's designed, uh, this political world that's designed to promote discord, division, hatred, where our political opponents are actually our sworn enemy. And I do know that there are far too many people who want to want to set aside democratic elections. We saw it happen on January the 6th. There, there is much to, to mourn about the direction that some have decided to take this country in. But, but you look, Willie, and, and you see that you actually have in Joe Biden and here Kevin McCarthy, but you have a Democratic president and Republican Senate and now House that have worked together in pretty historic ways over the past year and a half, getting bipartisan legislation. Uh, and let's look at Kevin McCarthy really quickly here. This is Kevin McCarthy, who many many said for quite some time, for good reason, were concerned that he was going to go sideways on supporting freedom fighters in Ukraine. Uh, we heard him shut down uh, that Russian uh, reporter, said, get out of their country, stop killing their children, stop committing war crimes. And here... You know, the nation's economy was on the line. And, you know, he, he behaved responsibly. Biden behaved responsibly. Uh, they were grown-ups. And so, again, we should worry uh, about things that we should worry about. Okay. But there are days we should wait. I just want to make sure we I just want to make sure we had it on the record. It's Tuesday, 30 May in the year of our Lord, 2023. You're in the war room. Um, Needless to say, uh, we have to man the ramparts today because it's going to be a big fight for the next 48 to 72 hours. Honored to have Congressman Dan Bishop join us, the first of many. We're going to roll out some of the big guns in this. You heard right there uh, about the adults in the room. I I mean, if this bill was at any way uh, looking to save our economy and to particularly save not just future generations, but to n- make sure we're not Japan in lost decades of low and no growth, they, they, would be, uh, they would be on fire today about what barbarians we are. All you're hearing from the mainstream media is Kevin McCarthy is an adult, Kevin McCarthy is a leader, Kevin McCarthy is responsible. What does that signal to you, Congressman? Barely concealed glee. Even Biden said it on the cliff yesterday. He didn't want to gloat because people wouldn't vote for it. I think that was the word that I'd read in the headline he used, gloat. Uh, this, is, uh, this is a disaster. It is, a, it is an entire capitulation of the dynamic created in January uh, that Republicans could be unified around a core set of real ideas that we were going to go to the mat to accomplish. Kevin McCarthy is emasculating himself. 
and the Republican majority. And the and so this the, the bill's bad on its own terms, and that's worth knowing. Yes, we'll go through that in a second. Yep. But it, but the significance is that it is blowing up. It is reverting to norm in terms of the way Washington works and abandoning the possibility of something with a different dynamic through this Congress. You've heard you've got Newt Gingrich. You've got people out there. This is transformational. I mean, the, here's what I think gets this audience most upset is that we ha- this is a big working class audience, middle class audience. We have a lot of people like my grandfather and, and father that, you know, d- just went to high school or maybe even grade school, but are plenty smart. They read, we, you know, we got them reading the FT and The Economist. They hate being talked down to, and they hate being talked to like they're idiots. Walk us through this. This bill is so brazen, particularly we weren't happy with the th- first thing that was passed, right? But we said we'll take it principally because we get something, but particularly it's just one year, and it's capped. It's $1.5 trillion. It's one year, and we can then have the the bigger debate later as people see how they mismanage this, correct? Walk us through your your sense of this bill itself, the reality of it, not the happy talk that they're spinning nonstop. And it's important to say at the beginning, you know, I would think that the the least uh, present uh, virtue in Washington is courage, but but I think that's eclipsed by – Truth. That is to say, what this stuff that's being you're said saying about that this, you're saying it's rarer to have truth even than courage. Yeah, and this is I mean, so to, so to have this done, but then lie about it in every detail is uh, it's worse. Of course, it's, I started to see unbecoming. That's so under. Uh, I can't find the right word, but it is. And can I say one other thing about your audience and about it? I am always. That's one thing is I sort of spend time up here and get in all the wrinkles and the. I'll go and I'll meet some person. Back home, and, and actually, it's not just one person, but I mean, it just these, these it happens. You get this impression person by person, and they've got amazing command of the, of details. the, of the details. They know it all, and you do realize after a while, it does. It's only going to take me two minutes, I think, to describe it. And so, if someone's interested enough to watch for two minutes or listen, in fact, they're going to know what I what I'm going to tell them. That, I guarantee you, most of your audience has already heard these things and they've already gotten it because it's been out on Twitter for a couple of days. Yep. And we've gotten the text, and yep. so the biggest thing is, whereas as you said, our, we extended out the debt ceiling a year, put it in the middle of the presidential election so that we in one point five and our bill and capped it one point five tree or or next Mar- next May whatever comes first. So they go two years. And they have no limit on it. No cap. People think it, it, they're sort of thinking, well, it'll probably be four trillion. Could be much more. Could be more. Much more. They got these uh, Inflation Reduction Act tax credits for Green New Deal energy stuff that Goldman said no. The the estimate of two hundred ninety seven or two hundred seventy nine billion, uh, the cost of that is wrong. It's going to be more than one point two trillion. All that's going to be rolling. The permitting. Improvements, which is the only thing in this bill you could, I think, well, you could argue is a is a is a get, will actually be available to make all of that happen faster. Now that's as good as it gets. Right. So they, Kevin comes out and says, "Well, we've we've uh, nixed the IRS agent expansion that's for fiscal not, year 23." <laughs> that's it's, just not true. It's not just a misleading. That's false. It, it's it's factually false. We they, the bill takes one point. He said 1.9 billion. That's wrong. It's 1.4 billion, off of the 80 billion. 80 billion uh, appropriation has a 10-year life that we that they gave the IRS in a lump. The Democrats did. So he took a, a billion four off, leaving 78. Point, did I say 80? Yeah, take yeah. 78.6 billion dollars available. And it's not like the language in the bill doesn't do anything to 
hold them off staffing. It just takes a billion yes. uh, four off. They can they can mass up immediately and spend all they want to. It's and and then he goes so he does that and then tries to tell the conference and the American public that he's that we've nixed the the increase at least for one year. We can fight again next year. He said, "Well, that's false." Um, let's see what's next. You got the, the other thing they're really proud of is what they call Pago. Uh, the Pago uh, administrative a to- rule. A total lie. Total lie. When you so, read the footnote. And, and again, a, <laughs> what, what is, the analogy... Tell people that, what it is, how important. Yeah, yeah. The analogy it moves from yeah. is in our bill, we wanted to get the RAINS Act. That's, yeah. that's the thing that says Congress would have to approve all major regulations. And a lot of people say, well, that's a shiny object. Can't get it. You know, but it's, it's got merit. Interesting. It could fundamentally change how regulatory burdens are borne by the economy. The administrative state. Right. But instead, they say, well, this is a handy substitute. Pago... Uh, the, it, in the administration, they've got they would they had a rule in your in the Trump administration, and it was enforced by the OMB that said if the agency wants to bring out a, a you know additional costs in the form of a regulation. They got to take some take it back in, in some other cancellation of a rule. Well, in this the language of this provision says it is it can be waived by the Biden administration. OMB. Uh, and they say yeah. for program uh, effectiveness yeah. and things, which is anything. And it actually goes beyond that and says, and no such determination can be challenged in court. Yes. So it, it's, it's a ball face lie. It is, it is a, I mean, that that's, you could say theoretically, look, it, uh, leadership is going around and pointing out uh, r- rules that have been come out in the last couple of years and a trillion or whatever that have cost has been incurred that way that they say this is all going to be changed. It's dynamic, but it's, it's, it's a you know, huge change. It's a lie. Also, what about the caps years after? It's a two-year deal. But they say, oh, no, you got to include the 1% budget caps because CBO included as one of their theoretical. No, it's a two-year CBO deal. CBO scored this it's, at $2.1 trillion reduction in the baseline over, the, you know, over, over six years because there are two years of caps. I'm going to come back yeah. to that in a minute. And four years of targets. Yes. Well, the caps – are of the kind that were put in in 2011 and that were breached in every single fiscal year except the first. Yes. Over 2013 to 2021. Those kinds of caps are in for two years. So think about whether you think that'll play out. Right. And then the other ones for four years are targets that don't even have the, the force of the caps. And, and they tell, and they, and then they go get that scored by CBO, and the process is so screwed up here that CBO says, "Oh, that's going to save two point one trillion, or two, yeah, t- that's what they're saying, two point one trillion dollars." Yeah. So they lie. That's the, and that's the, look, that's to me as an observer. I've only been up here since twenty nineteen. Uh, so what you guys did, what Donald Trump's emergence and everything, but to me, that's what Donald Trump is about: is people are fed up with the lies and the cosmetics. Yes. And they've been seeing it, you know, we're going to repeal Obamacare however many times in the House votes, and then when the time comes, you won't do it. That's what this is about. We tried to re-inject, in terms of the Speaker's Contest, a dynamic where we said, okay, the House House can get together. We'll hold Kevin McCarthy to account. I know when I say that, boy, I'm not un, unaware that your listeners are saying, boy, he sounds naive just in that statement. But if you – you know. You got to take the situation as you find it. And figure out what the dynamic approach is to make something better. So you take Kevin McCarthy, you wed him to specific, very precise obligations, and he wants to be speaker more than he wants life itself. He will find a way to get the thing done. And rhetorically, he did a pretty good job over two or three, you know, three four months. 
and we put this actually put a Freedom Caucus bill on the floor and passed it with 218 votes. They said we couldn't do that, and then he went in and just just completely gave it all after up. after selling saying I'm taking a hard line here, and then gave it away. The, the the key is the two years. This deal, as much as we hated the first, you know, the Freedom Caucus, and you guys realize you wanted much deeper cuts and, and more meaningful cuts to save basically save the country's economy. But people are prepared to live with it as a compromise, but not one step, not one step back. Uh, and the key was it's $1.5 trillion, We're giving you debt relief, $1.5 trillion, and or one year from today, whatever comes first. And that would we'd probably be back here in October or November having another argument saying you, we gave you the debt ceiling relief. You saw what happened. You're going to blow through it. Now, the first thing they gave away, and this is the old Washington inside game, was the two years. Take the cap off. Because they know if you have a cap on this thing, we're going to be back here. And then take it, make it two years, kick it right after the election, take it. We, we won't have a national conversation during the 2024. And quite frankly, it takes t- Trump's, I think, biggest weapon. CNN said this morning, they had a, it takes his biggest weapon uh, out of there. How, uh, one other thing, they talk about, even the cuts they talk about are ephemeral. Yeah, so that's, and, and even, that's right. It's, Give me a minute on that before we go to break. That's c- ephemeral. McCarthy likes to say, it was the first time we've cut spending. Might cut $12 billion. Somebody said at the outside you could see it could be $20 billion. It is, it is laughable. It's laughable. But even that is probably not correct because there's some pre, pre, uh, you're saying even the 12 to 20 billion, which is the only hard number we can come up with. You're saying that may not be correct. Correct. Tell me why you got there. Because you got these specific appropriations that go the other direction and laid aside for the PACT Act. That's the, you know, yeah. the for, for the soldier veterans. That was, they say it's going to be spent anyway, so it probably doesn't make any difference. But, and then there's, Twenty-two trillion, twenty-two billion of the COVID money that hadn't been spent. They don't actually say, rescind that and just keep it. They set it aside in yes. these two funds at, yes. at uh, Commerce. It can be 11, re- redeployed, and it can be redeployed. redeployed. What? Um, and people also, we'll get into this in a minute. The one thing you hear a lot of these, a lot of quote unquote conservatives trying to push. Oh, we'll get another bite of the appropriations process. They're putting way too much pressure on appropriation. It's not going to happen. That's another. We'll get. We got Congressman Bishop here. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back. Also today, the rules fight. We have many people you would not think be coming forward today are hard nose. Uh, Nancy Mesa, we can get her uh, Twitter. Her, her, she had one of the best twi- uh, tweet uh, streams out there, threads yes. out there explaining this. We're going to get to all of it. We got uh, Congressman Dan Bishop. We're on Matt Rosendale. We got Russ Vote. We're going to be into this deep. I think we're going to get Wesley Hunt tonight. Uh, we've, this is We're going to be packed for the next two days. Rules Committee. This afternoon at 3 for Inside Baseball. You're going to get it next here in the war room. Be back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple of weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it 
in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again, Bannon, to 989898. Remember, the best part is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It comes as House conservatives are criticizing the bill, calling it, quote, the Fiscal Irresponsibility Act and not a win for Republicans. On the Senate side, Republicans Lindsey Graham and Mike Lee have vowed to impede the bill's passage over their own concerns. And Texas Senator Ted Cruz called the legislation a, quote, blank check for Democrats. However, the chair of the Main Street Republicans Caucus, Congressman Dusty Johnson of South Dakota, says he believes the bill will pass in the end. Given the enormity of the economic projected calamity, you feel confident today that this will get to President Biden's desk? I am absolutely confident. I've talked to dozens of members. The strongest argument against this thing is that it isn't perfect. I don't know, game. Welcome to humanity, right? In any negotiation, nobody gets everything they want. We cannot let perfect be the enemy of the good. And I guarantee you, the majority of the House is going gonna, is gonna to agree. Jonathan O'Meara, I've seen you've got mail so many times that when she's alive, <laughs> Nora Ephron even made fun of me for watching it so much and always tearing up at the end when Tom Hanks comes around with the dog. I mean, come on. I'm sorry. You got to tear up. But they, yeah. they even did that on Ted Lasso. I've seen this movie before. I just, it, this is the consequences okay. of uh, not got- Congressman, and by the way, they're all, it's all the fear. It was so catastrophic. They had to move it away from 1 June. We told you it was a lie. The sun is going to rise up on the 2nd of June. Uh, we told you a lie. And they kicked it so Biden could have a free weekend in, uh, under adult supervision up in Delaware. Um, Congressman, the Dusty Johnsons of the world, and for, for, by the way, the number is 202-225-3121. That's the House. Make sure you, you're bombing in calls uh, today. This thing is still in the uh, – th- there's no guarantees. And it looks like he's going to need 100 uh, Democratic votes. We'll get to that in a second. But the Dusty Johnsons of the world, and quite frankly, even the Jim Jordan – Jim Jordan, we have a lot of fans of Jim Jordan here, comes out, well, it looks like it cuts spending. And, you know, this year is going to be better than last year. How dumb – and I don't understand how people in South Dakota have a guy like Dusty Johnson that is literally Mr. Establishment. How do these people think they can sell this to folks that get into the details? That's a great question. I think they believe 
And there's maybe some justification. What we know, the people we're talking about, I encounter out there that know, the people that are in your audience, they're a huge number, but they probably aren't a majority. And so they maybe they think you can sell because the rest of the people are asleep. The rest of people are just not. Yeah, and and I don't blame them. Do you really blame them? I mean, because this is exhausting to. to, But you're fighting. I don't. I blame them because we're fighting for our country. Exactly. It is a full time, and I know people. Our activist audience, they've given up golf. They've given up tennis. They've given up so much of their hobbies in their personal life to do this because they see what's at stake. They see what's at stake. They say, is there any way that the U.S. economy can? By the way, this whole phony thing. You see, she had $120 billion a couple of weeks ago. They've mismanaged this on purpose to try to create a phony crisis that would make us respond to it. There's plenty of cash coming in, I think, after the 15th or the later part of the month. We're talking about a bridge. We're literally talking about a bridge loan for, and, and not even, and no default, no default on a security, no default on an interest payment, nothing on Medicare, nothing on Social Security. You may have some government, you may have Raytheon get a contract uh, paid a week late. You, you, that, that's right. That's exactly right. First, but get, and that's what they, they get. You know, the, the panic. The, in fact, Joe Scarborough is the one who used the word catastrophizing uh, the thing. It's just the date on which there may be some insufficiency that would grow over time. But you, as you say, you could do a bridge. That you could say, uh, I mean, Andy Biggs would say, well, actually pull back COVID money yes. and something else, and you could some just, of the you money could, you just talked about right there yeah, raking the twenty billion carried out two weeks, carried two out weeks. a month until yes. we can get this rescinds rescind the COVID very quickly overnight. You but, get twenty or forty billion dollars. You get plenty of it's a bridge. It's basically bridge money to get you. But to if the they say month. hell no, you could give them a clean one for two for a month. I wouldn't want to do that. Understand me. But you could. Why would you? Let her sell the seven hundred billion in, in government security she wants to. She says, "I'm waiting. I've got seven hundred billion dollars of T bills. I can sell in a week." You're saying even lifted besides besides taking a terrible deal that locks the nation into a death spiral, which which this will. You give up. You give them two weeks. Yeah, anything would be better than what we're what we're doing. Can you repeat a, that? A clean debt ceiling for a trillion five would be far better than what we're agreeing to because at least it would put the issue before the American people through the presidential election. As it is, that's going to be taken away, and we get nothing. If you if you could take the view that Kevin McCarthy tries to articulate and say, well, we're bending the car, curve down in spending, that's the, the bend is coming post-COVID. It doesn't even... Look, even the, as you say, the, the, your people... Probably, what, your, what your point is, the government's grown 40%. So we're so, locking so, it in. You're locking it in permanently, right? That was the, the argument behind our bill. In addition, the 1.5 trillion being coming up in the middle of the presidential election is there was at least an argument. Russ Vote can make it better than I do about why it is the first step in a in a path. Yes. And this can never be this. The only way he says is well, it's the first time government's going to spend less. First, no, that's not true. It's not going to spend less. Number one, but number two, it is not. The first step on any kind of a logically or rationally articulated path, and um, back to back to sanity, and and in fact it it legitimates the second big growth beyond the New Deal era in terms of permanence of massive spending. Big, okay. Two zero two 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 five three one two one. By the way, you you have Corey Mills, you have Wesley Hunt. We're going to get all these folks on the show coming at us hard nose. Uh, Anna Polina Luna, hard no. Nancy Mace put out one of the most um, <clears throat> detailed 
uh, Twitter threads, and we ought to make sure we get that up, and Grace and Mo ought to be pushing that out to everybody. People can say we're going to try to get her on the show. You're having many people that you wouldn't think, uh, people in the McCarthy camp, you wouldn't think would be coming forward. There are, they are because this thing is indefensible. <clears throat> At noon, Congressman Bishop and the House Freedom Caucus are going to be doing a live press conference That's correct. At, at, at the Capitol in the sticks outside, yeah. weather permitting. I think it's going to I think it'll hold off until then. Uh, we are going to stream that. Grace and Mo are going to stream that on Getter, on War Room, and my personal Getter live. So we'll have a huge audience for that. What's going to happen at that press conference? Look, I, I think we're hoping to expand the, the, uh, the Americans that are aware of this. You know, my, my hope, or well, I wouldn't say it's hope because that indicates <clears throat> there's some basis for it. I think the only possibility that I see right now to turn this thing around is sort of a going viral of these members that you talked about yeah. that maybe unexpectedly are saying, hell no, and explaining what this thing actually does that might and, – and the, the fact that it's going to be a defining vote for every Republican. It will, you will live, you'll live with this for the rest of your career yes. if you do this. Yes. And that, that's got to, that point's got of to be brought Of this Congress, this will be the defining vote and that's one right. that will resonate down for years because you're kicking this down to 2025. What President Trump and the team got to realize that not only are they taking the biggest weapon he will have, the single biggest weapon, a national conversation on debt, on the debt ceiling, on spending, on all, how bad Biden's economy is, as importantly – when he takes office in January 2020, the economy, you're going to have 36 or $37 trillion in debt. You're going to have interest payments over a trillion dollars. You're going to be handcuffed. We're going to have 1% growth. You're going to be absolutely handcuffed on your ability to do it. You're not going to be able to cut taxes because they're going to drive deficit more. Interest rates are going to go sky high. It is – the Republicans that vote for this have to understand they are setting – they are permanently putting in place the massive expansion – that took place because of the CCP virus, and you're setting the nation on a path to a death spiral financially and economically. And it gets worse because you are surrendering the dynamic that yes. you would say we created in January with yes. the Speaker's Contest, and because people are kind of on the other side going, we don't know what this Republican majority in the House will do. That, that unpredictability is almost Trump-esque in a way that, that might actually cause something new to happen. And, and so, it, it, as I said... Because now they're just they're they're reverting to norm, which is the, the establishment. Back, this is, which is which is the, gone, the, the, the uniform party controls everything, yes. and they they and here you got to vote for this, or or you're going to lose the majority, and and we're going to everybody knows even as you vote for it, you're going to lose the majority anyway. We're going to ask you to stay through the next okay. segment too, but hang on a second. Two things happen today: House Freedom. Firstly, you got War Room. Everybody's going to be calling. And given your what for of tell people what you think about this, the truth of what this is, and don't let them spin you. House Freedom Caucus press conference at noon at the Capitol. We'll stream it live on on Getter. Uh, then you've got at three o'clock the rules meeting. Now, one of the things we fought for so hard because everybody say you take the policy, I'll take the rules of procedure, I'll win every time. The first time in history we got three hardcore conservatives, libertarians on the rules committee. Tell us what you your what what is your remember? How do you remember that deal? Right? Because aren't they trying to rewrite the deal right now? Uh, well, there's a there, there's a, a fine point there about how many Republicans have to vote for something for it to go to the floor, whether it's unanimous or whether it's seven of the nine. And uh, at, at, 
the deal actually is it had to be unanimous, but I but that Chip doesn't Roy, mean Chip, it's, Chip Roy remembers that right. That's and right. Chip Roy led the negotiation, and I was there the whole time. I remember the conversation. You were the, the you were in the negotiation yep, too. Yep, because it was essentially seated. I mean, that was offered by the, the no. We always just Republicans had to be unanimous. And, oh well, that that actually would be make sense, but. Uh, terms of the memoranda that exists, I think it got noted both ways. It, 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 there's a confusion in there, in the, but everybody knows what it is. It doesn't really matter what's on that paper. Because this is power politics. That's right. right that's right. Because they'll, they'll do if they want to. But but the the real trouble there is uh, uh, Chip Roy and Ralph Norman, uh, the Freedom Caucus designees that got put there are uh, ready to resist the rule. Uh, Thomas Massey has a different view. Do we know which way his vote is right now? I think he's. Uh, I think he's a yes. You think he's a yes? Yeah, for the bill. What do you think? He's pretty idiosyncratic. We're going to go to break here. What does it take to get Brother Massey to change his mind? He's a he's a he's hard a, guy to get to he's, change. He's his a mind. hard guy. We got to work on that one. Can the bill? Can the rule be changed? Can the bill be changed if not thwarted? Can it be changed in rules? Uh, could could theoretically be. We could put amendments on the floor that make it very hard for Republicans to vote. I, you know, where all that goes exactly is not, I'm not clear. I'd love to see a, an instant like uh, the Gang of Eight immigration yeah. bill where the American people we said, don't it. do this. Okay, that's what we got to get a tidal wave here. A tsunami. Short commercial break. Congressman Dan Bishop from North Carolina, the Tar Heel State, joins us after a short break. Dave Bratt, uh, Barris, Russ Vote, all next. Friends, it's hard to trust anything anymore. Our most important institutions are being systematically destroyed. Are you prepared for things to get worse? Because true freedom comes from self-reliance. And that means having emergency food on hand. Invest your food foundation with three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. That's a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. These kits provide over 2,000 calories per day. For energy during tough times, get breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. The food's delicious. Your whole family will love it. Order yours today and receive receive a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. Let me repeat that. You order today. You get a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. With this offer, you're securing food and purified water for the next crisis. Your three-month kit and free Alexa Pure Pro are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes with free shipping included. Don't let this emergency food offer from My Patriot Supply pass. Action today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Get your order in. And your free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system, valued at $279. Your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we got uh, Congressman Bruce. I'm going to bring in Dave Bratt in a second. Uh, look, this is all about the economy, the direction of this country. And I'm telling you, we're not only locking in the biggest government expansion since FDR and bigger than the Great Society, bigger as big as FDR in the 1930s permanently. This is going to lead to a death spiral. We're going to have two decades like Japan had in the 90s, and Japan hasn't gotten out of it. 1% growth, always coming back for more stimulus. Everybody under 40, everybody under 40 years old, I don't care if you're a progressive Democrat, 
If you allow people to vote for this bill, you're done financially. There'll be a couple of superstars that break out. Mm-hmm. But overall, the population, you think you got a tough time buying a house now? You think you got a tough time serving a mortgage now? Or you think you got a tough time servicing $19 trillion of consumer debt? You ain't seen nothing yet. I'm going to get Bratton here in a second. Make sure you go to birchgold.com. The end of the dollar empire, the free series that we have, the last is the debt trap. Make sure you get it because you're in the thick of things now in this fight. And remember, this fight is going to go on. This fight is going to continue because we're not going to let them steal our country. Let's bring it. So and make sure you'll find out now by this bill. Do you understand why the BRICS, why the, why the uh, countries in the south that control all the resources, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, all the sub-Saharan African countries, uh, Latin America, why are their central banks buying gold at all-time records? Uh, just go to Birch Gold and check it out. Talk to Philip Patrick and the team. You'll understand why they're buying it at uh, at all-time records. It makes total sense. That's why they're doing it. And back up their resources. Dave Brett, economically, Professor Brett, uh, to walk me through the economics of this bill, not the politics. I want to know what what, what would this bill condemn the American people to, sir? Yeah, well, like Dan just got done saying, uh, back in uh, 2019 uh, or prior, we had about a $5 trillion economy. Then with COVID, we locked into $7.5 trillion, $7.5 trillion, and 22, we had $6.5 trillion. So this budget is locking in a permanent crisis economy, a permanent COVID economy. And of course, that $4 trillion is going to be debt financed by the Federal Reserve Bank, who accommodates everything the Congress does. And so we just locked in another fake bull market for a while. We're not going to see the real carcass, right? The real economy we always talk about is going to be absent because we just juiced the economy by an additional $4 trillion over two years. And that's Hold just it. what we okay, see hang so on, far. Hang on. Hang, yeah. hang, hang on. Hang on. I want to make sure people got the nomenclature right. The economy is 18 to 20, so it's not the economy. What you're locking in is federal spending at levels unheard of. And you can't sell enough bonds to the Chinese, the Japanese, and the insurance companies. You can't, they refuse to raise – you can't raise – there's not enough taxes you can raise. But, hey, I'm all for if you want to raise it on the top 1% because they're all progressive Democrats, baby, let's go for it. McCarthy has sign that and dare Schumer to pass it and dare Biden. They won't do it and say it's all their, it's all their guys. Exactly. Okay? It, I, but that's not going to happen. So economic growth with the tax rates you have, and at 1.1%. Which is where we are now, 1.5 percent. You're you're going to have a gap, and what you're saying is, since COVID, these massive gaps you have, and now we see it's trillion and a half dollars. It could be two. Un, since there's no cap on this for the two years, this could be four. The word out is four. I actually been saying it's five. It may be six trillion or more. Right. And here it is what it is because there's no cap to this. You've basically given them a credit card that's a free credit card with literally no cuts. 20 billion the max real cut we've got is 12 billion to 20 billion maybe. Huh. Right maybe. Trillions always always people not, not your audience but a lot of people in danger of not knowing what a trillion is, right? That's when somebody yep. said don't ever talk yep. about a trillion unless you mention to people that it's an $8,000 for every man, woman and child in the United States. So if you take the 314 that we've already got in, in debt that's 250 grand for every person. And then you add another uh, four, that's another uh, 32,000 uh, to each person. And you and say, okay, well, that's an interesting measure, but I'm not responsible for that. I'm not an obligee. obligee. And certainly the kids aren't going to pay that. No, it is going to affect your life. 
As you you summarized the effect, it has slow it, growth economy, slow growth economy, and, and the interest payments. Remember, the interest payments in this Evasion deal to, are going to go over a trillion. So you're going to have a defense budget at a trillion. You got Medicare at a trillion. You got Social Security over a trillion. You're going to have Medicaid cost a trillion. You're going to have the interest payments for the trillion. You're going to they're going to you're going they're going to have to keep increasing the debt ceiling for the simple reason all discretionary is going to go to zero. And all of us old guys aren't going to pay off our two two eighty two. Yes. So it means the kids actually are the ones. Under 40. If yep. you're under 40, if you back yeah, this bill, you're, you're signing your, your economic, you're signing your economic financial death warrant. Brad, uh, how, is there any way, if this thing gets passed, is there any way out of this, given the fact that the next two years are going to add four to five trillion dollars onto the, onto the balance sheet of the, of the country and the Federal Reserve is just going to print money to pay for it, sir? Uh, no, no way out. Uh, this, this is, uh, in addition to the debt, right, we're going to have less productivity because all the money goes to the government, which crowds out the private sector. This really juices up inflation, right? No one's mentioned that yet. That keeps going and a bigger government sector. And I'll just, I'll just put up one chart because I think you're going to want to use this uh, from Zero Hedge. If Denver has that first chart, if you just look at the top chart, the light blue line is, uh, you know, just the CBO baseline. The black dotted line is the uh, White House, uh, you know, executive budget. The re- dark red line is the budget that was just passed. It is the White House budget. It it it, it cuts fifty billion out of fifty trillion in debt over the ten year window. That's one oh, one thousand, <laughs> one one thousand of what you need to do. Right? Picture you're in a weight room with a thousand pounds. You just picked up a one pound barbell, dumbbell, emphasis on, on dumb. Hang on, I'm because I'm going to lose Congressman Bishop. I'm going to keep you. That, that is when you see people on Fox and these other places trying to sell this. That shows you what an idiot they think you are. I want you to be mad in this audience, if nothing more than they think you're morons that they can they can shovel this to. Same people attacked us in January. Fox News up and down. Uh, uh, Newt Gingrich, God bless him. I mean, he just spews the talking points the leadership sends over. God bless him because he's a smart guy. Uh, he, uh, you know, it's just, uh, but but that's okay. I, I'm convinced the American people know. They, people know, and knowledge is a powerful thing. And so I believe there's a path. We just got to discover it and get creative enough to, to uh, keep the, moving the forward. Fir- the first path is as many no votes as possible tomorrow. And by the way, we now Correct. know from, from Punchbowl, uh, from Jake Sherman's telling us the voting is going to start late in the afternoon uh, and it will go all the way through, looks like, 8.30 or midnight. It'll probably be a long one. Um, intense. Make them pass it with Democrat votes. Make them do that. It, and so you might say, well, what? that sounds kind of like it doesn't really help. No, every Republican you can pull off of that gives life to the promise or the possibility that we can reinstitute somehow the dynamic we started with. If we take McCarthy out, whatever the path is. But those Republicans have to avoid being destroyed themselves by voting for this. If they do, they're gone. And if we don't, and if we leave a majority of Republicans in support of this, they're going to be laughing all the way to the... Your, your, your position is that even people that you admire and like, that are conservatives, if they vote for this, that's crossing a red line and they should be primary. They shouldn't be in this city. I 100% believe that. Give me, tell me about that. I, I, I never see, I, honestly, that's been a dynamic that I haven't understood in the five, four years I've been here, four and a half years. They, these people who are come from deep red districts, they vote like crap year in and year out. And nobody ever does anything to them. 
In my own state, it happens. In fact, I'm the I'm the lunatic, I guess. Except everybody, I don't know. Let's, so, so let me debate you. I want to, you, you, and they'll never go head to head with you in a fair uh, forum because they know that there's nothing to it. It doesn't make any damn sense. I'm so fed up with that. But still, you got to get past being fed up. You got to get past the defeats. The you got to figure the out how to in North, say North Carolina is central because it's not just a swing state. It's a state that they're putting a ton of money in to turn blue right. and to turn radical. Um, but the folks in North Carolina are kind of that common sense, nice people, but common sense. But they understand when they're being sold a bill of goods. Where do you think people, not just in your district, but throughout the state, where where would they be on this? I think they'll, 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 they – look, you don't have to tell anything more than they just opened the door to $4 trillion more debt. And it's like you said, our first proposal, a lot of your uh, viewers would say, well, $1.5 trillion, that's unacceptable. But you've got to hear the rest, and it's got to be real. But when you're talking about doing $4 trillion for some – you know, minor rounding error. That's it's fifty billion dollars. It. Fifty billion dollars of real cuts over ten years. Fifty billion, at best. They won't materialize. <laughs> you're you're not even buying that. No, it won't. The twelve billion won't materialize in the first year. It won't. It's such an insult to even bring this up and to spin it all. I mean, it's just it's so ridiculous. That's why I'm so proud of this audience. God bless this. Them. Now you're seeing people who are politically ambitious come forward and say, "No way on this." I mean, and even the even when they defend it, it's quite half-hearted, and they want to move. The, they want to change the topic. Oh, we had to do this because the country was in a crisis. Your recommendation today is every vote you get to sixty, seventy, eighty, a hundred Republican votes force McCarthy to depend upon Hakeem Jeffries. And by the way, if the Democrats weren't gloating and loving it, they would never vote for this in a million years. Correct? Oh, uh, that's that's for sure. No, they would they uh, they would be spewing. Anger and so forth. They're 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 for it. This is for them. This we need a hundred twelve, hundred fourteen Republicans to say no to this. At least a majority of the conference. You think he would even go if he had a majority of the conference against this? He would still go forward with this. Think so. I think so. You think he would take that many Democratic votes? Uh, I, I the thing I actually fear is he'll, he'll have he'll have the majority of the conference, which is always. It's like we said, these guys need to be primary. And, you, and you're saying they're coming from deep red districts. This is ridiculous. Yeah, over and over this happens. We've got about two minutes here. Your, your floor, you take it. Um, look, I, we, we've, we've uh, covered it pretty well. Uh, I, I think the thing, you know, then a lot of guys in this audience and others out will say, well, you said you'd vacate the chair, move to vacate the chair. And, but now that it's a very tough calculation to figure out what, what you know, and again, sort of like what you said about Nancy Mace. Nancy hasn't been with us on anything she occasionally pops out with some conservative fiscal sort of stuff but we've got it move to her if she's if she's somebody that, that's kind of got a new idea for whatever reason let's see it let's let it play out expand the influence make these people go viral well, we talk about vacate we'll do that today but when we talk about vacate the chair can he possibly govern with 100 democrats that would if you vacate yeah. the chair 100 democrats you think he could still govern well he'll do what they want It'll be, it'll be, and he'll, they'll try to maintain. And he's look. If there's one thing he can do, it's maintain the cosmetic and keep the lies coming. He doesn't have any any hesitancy about that, and so he'll keep that going, and he'll do exactly what they want. And at the and at the core, I mean, there's not that much difference. They, they the, the the radicals over there, uh, and and the and the Lindsey Graham, frankly, not that far apart. 
Tell us about that. The establishment republic, it is a uniparty, and you've it been is. here long enough to see it. Oh, I, and I didn't need to come up here to see it, but when I've been here, it, I've got it in ways that are just amazing. And, the, and as I say, the thing that's always astonishing is very disheartening to sit in those rooms, and and they and they have them lined up to get to the mic, right, in our conference, closed conference. And, and they'll give the line from leadership, and four of them or whatever will say exactly the same thing, and then they'll get it at the mics, and they'll all laud it. And just like they hammer the message in, it's like you're being tortured by Big Brother. And, uh, you know, fine, it, I've... So I'm accustomed to it now, but they, but I know that they know they're lying. I know they know it, and I know they know that I know. We it. know it, right? Uh, how do people get to you on social media? Uh, it's uh, 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 Rep. Dan Bishop. Uh, they can go to my website uh, at, in Congress, uh, danbishop.house.gov, and uh, that's about it. Okay, uh, a couple of tough days in front of us, right? We've seen more, and I'm and I'm ready to take as many as we need in order okay. to save the country. Fine. Congressman Dan Bishop, honored to have you on here. Patriot and hero. God bless you, Steve. Short Thanks. commercial break. We're in turn. We got Barris. We got Brat. We got Russ Vote. We got Congressman uh, Rosendale. We're packed up uh, from now. We need everybody men in the ramparts. Uh, big Rules Committee. House Freedom Caucus at noon. Congressman Bishop will be there. We'll be live streaming it during the Charlie Kirk Show. Maybe get Charlie even to cover it, to pick it up live. Uh, Posobiec's new show today premieres at 2 o'clock. We're going to talk about that. I think I'll, I'm going to be on the first show. Um, and then we have the Rules Committee at 3. Big day here in the War Room. Be back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. They have all... In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology, goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including covid EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy-inflaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code STEVE. ekpure.com code STEVE. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Trump versus DeSantis on taxes. In Congress, Ron DeSantis pushed a 23% national sales tax, where the middle class pays more. 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot. 
lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Make sure you go to birchgold.com, the end of the dollar empire. Slash Bannon, end of the dollar empire. Get all three, get all three installments. You're going to need that more than ever. This is going to put in additional four trillion dollars of debt minimum. I think the number could be five trillion, maybe even six trillion, um, because the economy's starting to slow, and you're going to see lower tax revenues, less cash in the treasury. You're going to have to make up for it somehow. Dave, Brett, I want you to go back for this audience. Go back and give me that first chart you got of zero hedge. I want people. I want you to explain it to people because this is the heart of the matter. Yeah. What they are selling, and remember in the audience, we got to fight hard. No time to be quitting, and no time to be sucking thumb. And oh my God, oh this is so terrible. What's happening here? You think? What do you think that happened in the revolution? What do you think happened in World War II? You think every day was a sunny day? Uh, no, they were not. Okay. If you want to honor. The uh, the individuals we honored over this weekend, okay. The yep. way you do it is by manning up right now, okay. I don't want to hear any. I don't hear any whining, okay. And I realize, oh, you're gonna do. This. Hey, no whining, no tears in the war room. Brad, go back to that first. Uh, go back to that chart and explain exactly what it is. Yeah. So uh, in in summary, what it is is locking two trillion additional dollars into our budget per year, which is just another debt driven sugar high. That's the bottom line. Now, where do you see it on this thing? Uh, on the on the top left graph on the left, you see all those numbers starting at uh, 1600. That's one point six trillion dollars. That's one fourth of the budget. The budget six point four trillion. So this is just the discretionary part uh, that uh, is divided into two roughly between defense and non-defense. So what you see is CBO baseline, uh, which is just gobbledygook uh, intended to make politicians look good. The black dotted line is the White House proposal, uh, whatever that was, because they never had one. Right. They never showed us their receipts. Uh, But when you go to negotiate, uh, basically, the White House position means the status quo, just keeping exactly what we have in place, a $6.5 trillion budget. And the red line is the budget we just passed. That is, well, it, we didn't pass it yet, but that, that is the debt ceiling negotiation between McCarthy and the White House. So it looks like he just assumed the White House position. And then the green line uh, is the uh, conservative House position. It's not that conservative. It trims only $4 trillion off of the 50 trillion uh, debt window over 10 years. So that green line looks like it's a great improvement, uh, but it's nowhere near Russ Vogt's original position, uh, which is way below that, which carved 17 trillion off of the 50 trillion uh, debt window over 10 years. And that is the position we should have been negotiating from. Either you negotiate from Vogt's position so you get a real win, or you tell everyone in the Congress that green line, uh, you lock in ahead of time uh, and sign your name in a blood oath six months ahead of time so we don't run into this uh, total catastrophe that we just run in. And all these views are just my own uh, and Zero Hedge, uh, who, who no, just I does know. great charts. Uh, uh, yeah. Understand your, your own personal opinion. Just hang on for a second. Yeah. Let's get Barris in here for a second. Barris, this is all about MAGA, all about America first. These are the These are the principles and the policies we stand by, and that's why we're in this this running gunfight right now 
with the uh, Republican establishment. Uh, walk me through. You've got some math you want to uh, show to people about where we are right now. You, you know, Steve, I should preface this uh, if you're going to put the crosstabs of the chart. Um, but I should preface this with this being a district. It's Texas's 12th Fort Worth area. It's very educated for a Republican area, right? So if there are going to be more traditional Republicans here booming, right, and there's going to be this like anti-MAGA revolt, you would see it in this district. And we pulled the primary first. We also asked people. This was for uh, Ken Paxton's uh, friend in Texas 12, John O'Shea. Um, So we pulled and we asked a little too early for head-to-head. But where are you on with the primary? Those are the results right there. And Trump is above 50, even in this district. And then also we asked people what they identified as. Texas is open, so there are independents. There are going to be some Democrats. But if you are a Republican, self-identified, we ask people, do you identify more with America first Republicanism or traditional Republicanism? This district, even here, Steve, it's a majority America first. And one of the big <laughs> one of the big findings is that, yeah, a majority of white Republican voters are, are America first, but the Hispanics, which will make up at least 7% of the primary vote in this district this year, 83%. We spoke to 40 of them. 83% of them said they're America first. There is no support for traditional Republicanism among non-white Republican-leaning voters. So the old wing of the party has no appeal to non-white growing sectors of the population, which Republicans are going to need as the years go on to to earn their support in order to have a prayer. By the way, this is illuminating because this tells you why Republicans just did not perform in Texas the way that we saw Trump perform in some areas around Texas. Zapata County, Starr County, right? All down in South Texas. This is the Fort Worth area, but I'm willing to bet it, it really doesn't matter. Everywhere we ask this question, Hispanics are overwhelmingly America first. And by the way, uh, looking at education in the primary uh, polling, we're polling this district, other districts on this debt ceiling. It is not popular with Republicans, this deal. They don't like it. Uh, And moving forward, when you're looking at those education demographics, they are almost uh, completely decided. So the only way we're going to see the numbers move with the nomination is if they undecide somehow, Steve. I don't think that's likely. And uh, if the four-year college grads, which are still backing Trump now again, uh, you know, were somehow to swing, you know, wildly. Barris, hang over a second, and and, and Brad, we're going to get Russ Foto up here. Raheem's going to join us. Here's the point. What, What the congressman just said, you have bright red districts that have these squishes in there that are voting against your interests. And here's the thing. The, 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 this is a new this movement now the Hispanics 83% are America first just think about that for a second short break back in 90 seconds in the war room for war room veterans you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics 
you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 